Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. To those guests who hey, just where do mice welcome. park their boats? Our next stop <sighs> is the Magic Kingdom. At the Hickory Dickory standing, Dock. Oh, hold man. On to the what sounds do porcupines make when they kiss? Come on, man. This, others, ouch. No Are you going to be doing this the There's whole so time? How does a lion greet other animals in the field? I'm not sure if I can do this. Please to eat you. Why do French eat snacks? I'm done. They don't like fast food. Welcome to the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. And I'm Adam. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DizHis65. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and write us a review. Let us know how we are doing and what we could do better. So Alex is not going to be with be with us again this episode. He's going to be back next episode, and we kind of need him back because reading the history is kind of... Uh, it's a lot harder than you think. We can't criticize him ever again. We can't, and uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're, but we are gonna let him know that it was super easy. And so, hopefully, he doesn't listen to this. I hear the drums echoing tonight, and I'm hearing whispers in quiet conversations at the Animal Kingdom Safari Ride at Animal Kingdom. So, Adam, tell me a little bit about the Animal Kingdom Safari Ride. This is, what do you think about it? It's nice on uh, the fact that it is a new ride every time. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike, you know, last week when we talked about Star Tours, you know, this is a real life interactive experience that can be changed each time. Yep. The only time I don't like that it's a real life interaction is when you have fast passes booked for something coming up close and a giraffe wants to decide to lay <laughs> in the road in front of you. <laughs> That makes the experience, though. Oh, it does. Um, one time I waited half an hour for a draft to really? move. Yes. And, uh, when you, so let's say you have a fast pass, right? And a draft does that. Do you think you can go to the next ride, talk to, to the cast member? And well, yeah. Okay? The, yeah. Anytime you're late for a fast pass, the number one thing I say is I4. You know, what can I say? <laughs> is it they let you in? Yeah. I, I was actually 45 minutes late to Aerosmith's oh, Rock and Roller Coaster. What? And I was like, I4. And she's Dude, like, she's like, there's so many times where I actually had traffic in I-4 and I was like rushing and I was like, I'm not going to make this fast pass. I'm like freaking out in my car. I actually have a friend who just a few weeks ago was an hour late to a ride and they still let her on. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So, but yeah, um, you know, with this ride, you never know how long it's going to take mainly because of the drafts. Really? That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool though. So whenever I'm on this ride, I'm always afraid that our truck is going to tip over into the hippo enclosure. Just the hippo enclosure, not the crocodiles. But it's not leaning during the crocodiles. Like when you're going like to see the hippos, it's like mm-hmm. you're on a hill. And it, you kind of feel like you're going to tip a little bit. So you don't think they figured out the uh, weight balance issue? They probably have. I'm just, you know, and I the hippos pe- are more dangerous than crocodiles. Well, yeah, the they got those beer can teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I actually have not that fear, but I 
wouldn't know. No one would know if they've ever actually had an accident because Disney would sweep that under the rug. Oh, yeah, real quick. But those are real people driving those vehicles. And I've hit the, you know, I, we've hit the sidewall a few times. Really? Yeah, where the you could feel the truck actually slide over because the tire went too far over onto a rock. Really? I'm su- I wouldn't be surprised if it happened more time and they've had to, like, get help pulled out or something. Mm-hmm. So, Adam, real quick, what's your favorite animal? To see on the ride, would you say? Oh, my, the lions. The lions? Yes. Just because, I mean, mainly they're a rarity mm-hmm. to see on the ride. Yeah. And if they are seen, they're laying down. Uh-huh. A one time I was lucky enough to have the male lion stand up and roar. Really? Didn't sound as impressive as I... Was it kind of like crackly almost? Almost as if it had, a, not a sore throat, but like it needed some water. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just wasn't kind of parched. A, yeah, it wasn't that Lion King roar I was looking for. Mm-hmm. My favorite animal would have to be the giraffe. Giraffes, I love the giraffes. The giraffes have gotten pretty close to my vehicle uh, before, and if I knew the giraffes was your favorite, I I had a joke for it. I was going to write it down, but the joke was too long. <laughs> the rains are telling us to get to the his on the Animal Kingdom safari ride. Kilimanjaro Safaris is a safari attraction at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It simulates an open-sided safari ride through the savanna in Africa. Guests enter a safari vehicle, Simba 1, for a short photo safari excursion through the Harambe Wildlife Reserve in Harambe, East Africa. Harambe means all pull together. Poachers are a real danger to animals in Africa, and the world needs to all pull together to help conserve animals for future generations. So this wasn't named after the gorilla? I think it was. Oh. I think it was. Actually, I had one person, actually. I was there with my cousin, I think, and I had him believing me that they renamed this Harambe to kind of honor the gorilla. Hmm. And he believed you? I think he didn't. He probably didn't. (laughs) The safari is 800 square miles of natural terrain, including a Turi forest, wetlands of the Safi River Valley, open bush country of the Serengeti Savannah. The driver points out the animals and providing facts and entertainment. African animals on the view include elephants, giraffes, antelope, gazelle, crocodiles, monkeys, hippos, lions, cheetahs, hyenas, African wild dogs, Warthogs, ostriches, rhinos, ducks, storks, pelicans, flamingos, wildebeest, okapis, and zebras. So one animal that you did not add that they keep getting more and more of when you're going through uh, the hippo section. Yeah. You haven't noticed the buzzards? The, the vultures. The, what's the difference between a bu- buzzard and a vulture? Dude, man, because whenever you see like a vulture and you're like, oh, look at that buzzard. When you go to like a... An enclosure for like a vulture. It's not like buzzard. So what is the difference between a vulture and a buzzard? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Are you looking it up? Yeah. While the terms buzzard and vultures are used interchangeably in the United States to describe the turkey vulture, buzzards and vultures are two unique birds. Okay. Well, whatever one we have in Florida. So when you go on like on the ride. Turkey vulture. We have turkey vultures. Yeah. Yeah. We have turkey vultures. Okay. Well, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there used to be five, six turkey vultures. Now, mm-hmm. the last time I went, it had been at least 20. Well, they had that new baby hippo there. 
I would think that they would put a net or something over to keep the vultures from going in. So think about like all these different animals. You got lions, cheetahs, hyenas. There's just birds flying around everywhere. Right, but they're not native to over there. Those are our birds from Florida. I know, but the point I'm trying to make is that there's just these animals, these wild animals just flying around. It's like an open world zoo. Yeah, but for some reason they like to stay over in the hippo section. I don't know why. They, I don't know. I wonder why. Right because they smell. They smell bad. The hippos smell. Have you ever seen a hippo take a dump oh, in the water? No, that's gross. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I've seen Their like tail video starts spinning. They, well, you know that's not only for hippos. That's for a lot of those animals who have tails like that. They do it. Does that like it goes oh. like this? Like a See, yeah, pinwheel or something. I've actually seen it. And it flies. You seen it happen before? Yeah, I have. You got video it was, of it? No, I don't have video. I wish. This was a long time ago Dude, before. If you had video of it, you'd be like a viral hero. <laughs> there's, you can go to YouTube. There's videos. I know there's videos. That's what I'm talking about. You can, yeah. if, but if you had a video that you took. Yeah, yeah, then I would be. Um, since we're talking about hippos, do you know why you have never seen a hippo hiding in a tree? <laughs> because they don't live in trees? No, because they're awesome at it. That's why you've never seen them. They're up there. See, I'm guessing you had a whole bunch of animal jokes. Just writing. Waiting for this oh, podcast? Oh, yeah, I do. Why? Yes, I do. <laughs> Why didn't you have any Star Wars jokes waiting for the last podcast? Video well, or like I was Haunted bo- Mansion jokes or ghost jokes. But you- I was told I was moving too fast at work, so I had to slow down, so I looked up some jokes. We mean slow down for what? I apparently build too fast at my job. Oh, really? Yeah, so I uh, looked up some jokes. Hopefully my boss isn't listening. So the safari is 800 square miles. Do you know about how many acres that is? Um five close oh god you are good at math 110 acres 110 acres how many uh ac- yeah that's just the safari ride how many acres do you think the magic kingdom is Ooh, i'm gonna is guess plus or minus 110 i'm gonna do plus i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 500 no no magic kingdom is 107 really the safari ride square mileage wise is larger than magic kingdom isn't that something that's crazy that's a lot of land that is a lot of land I think Disney did a great job having their animals live in their natural habitats. I feel like there's a lot of space there. I feel like they're not like, you know, sometimes you go to like zoos and you feel like, oh man, you kind of feel bad for the animals. Right. I don't feel, I mean, they, the animals have a pretty good there, I think. But I don't think that's how it was in the beginning. No? I've heard in the beginning they weren't as good as they are with the animals. They didn't know how to you know, have them survive. You know, there was more of a challenge and I heard some of them died. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, uh, from a friend who was paying attention to the park when it opened, you mm-hmm. know, she, going off of the news story she just heard, but she said it took them a while to really keep up with, you know, knowing how to take care of the animals. Mm-hmm. It's all a learning experience. Yeah. Plus, I mean, they're in a completely different territory. We're in Florida. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about animal kingdom right now, but what, you know, when animal kingdom opened, I remember um, hearing about it and getting a go the, uh, the first few months it was open. Mm-hmm. But I can't, off the top of my head, name the date. Um, but, I mean, can you imagine things like that happening now? Like a big company like Disney opening a park and having animals, having like a little bit of a learning curve with like social media, how it is right now. They would have been tore up. Yeah. The park was actually opened in 1998. When, when was the first time you went to Animal Kingdom? Do you remember? I remember it wasn't that long after it was open. Really? Yeah, it was within the first few months it was open. I went with my aunt. Was the safari pretty much the same? The only, honestly, the only thing I remember is a bug's life. Oh, really? That's the only huh. thing I remember going on with, you know, when I went there that time. When we, we, we went to a bug's life, we went with my son. 
and we were like, oh, you know, wondering. He was about probably like four or three at the time, and we were wondering if it was gonna be a little bit too much of like a scary experience for him. And then you found out it was. Yeah, man. Have you been in that ride? Yeah. Where? When you get poked in the back by you know the bees flying we're, around, we were like, okay, it's probably not that bad. But all of a sudden, we went in there and these spiders like dropped from like the ceiling, and uh-huh. every kid in there screamed. Yeah. It, like, it sounded like a horror film. Connor did. Yeah, that, man. That was when he was ten. <laughs> No joke. <laughs> he, that's he fears that ride. Yeah, it's not even ride. Scary, he man. fears feel, the movie. I'm, I just remember sitting there and kind of like looking at my wife and being like, "Kids were screaming everywhere," and it was like we were in a horror film. I was kind of like, "Well, maybe yeah, he was a little too young for this." <laughs> yeah, and now you scarred him for life. Yeah, now he's never going to go on the ride. Yeah, well, it's, it's not really. I kind of no, like that attraction. The attraction. It's not really a ride. Long before the safari or Walt Disney World opened, Walt Disney wanted to use real animals for the Jungle Cruise attraction at Disneyland. However, for many reasons, audio animatronics were used instead. The reasons they can't get an elephant to sit in a lake and shoot water at a boat going by. I think that's one of the reasons. That's probably one of the reasons. Um, A glowing-eyed tiger in a cave. To just stand there and stare at you creepily as you walk by. Well, I mean, they probably would have changed the ride a little bit. and probably wouldn't have been the way it is right now. Well, I mean, if they're going to go real animals, I think they should have used real headhunters too. Throwing real spears at you. (laughs) I can tell you that's going to be... So when we go over the Jungle Cruise, that's going to be a fun history, I think. Yes, it will. I enjoy that ride a lot. So do I. And I have a really good joke. I don't even know if I can say it on the podcast. Are we trying to be PG? Has the guy said it? Has has someone said it? Yes, someone said it. Someone said it on the ride? Yes, an employee said it, and I was shocked. Oh, yeah? It, it was not kid-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. The ride originally had a story where the safari vehicle, Simba 1, would be contacted by the warden and a scientist to hunt down poachers that had captured an elephant and her child. The elephants were given the name Big Red and Little Red. The story is no longer and was replaced with scaring off poachers after a pursuit. During the cast member preview of the safari ride, there was a dark ending where the vehicle, Simba 1, came across a slaughtered corpse of the mama elephant. The mama elephant had her tusks sawed off. The scene was really gruesome. Even though it was all animatronic, it seemed to be too much for many guests and many complaints were filed. Before the official grand opening, Disney removed the corpse and removed it for a happier ending. I kind of agree that they should have removed that. The gruesome part, yes. I don't know if it's my mind wanting to remember that scene or if I actually did see it or not. I you know, do remember this being a part of the attraction where the little baby's captured and you find it. You know, the guns and everything laid out. But I am i can't remember if I've actually ever seen the mangled elephant. Yeah, they probably took that part out. Yeah. While we're on the topics of elephants, uh, what is as big as an elephant but weighs nothing? I have no idea. It's shadow. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't shadow be bigger? Depends on how the sun hits it. God. That's not part of the joke, man. What do you call an elephant in a phone booth? I don't know. Stuck. Uh, it must be a really big phone booth. <laughs> Crammed in there. There's not even phone booths anymore anyway. Yeah, there is. Where? You go to Epcot. Go to England. Oh, okay. They need to paint one of those and blue. And a TARDIS? Yeah, that's why they need to paint it blue. It is blue. No, it's not. It's not a TARDIS? Doesn't it look like a TARDIS? 
but it's red, not blue. It's not the police. No. Yeah. You're Which right. is so dumb. Cause if you go inside the store, whole section, Dr. Who really? Yes. Oh. It's like, why wouldn't you put authorities out there? Right. Who owns uh, Doctor Who? I know it's like BBC. BBC. Is it BBC? Yeah. I think Disney owns BBC. What? No. I'm just joking. <laughs> they own everything. I know. The safari runs into sundown. During the holiday season of 1998, safaris were continued at night for Kilimanjari night safaris. Many of the animals were asleep or unable to be seen at night. The attraction had different scripts and storylines compared to the daytime safaris. The nighttime safaris featured additional animal sounds, reflectors and foliage to resemble animal eyes, and an actual African dance troupe. The dance troupe performed around the bonfire where the elephants usually hang out. The night safari only ran during the initial holiday season. Because it was so hard to see the animals and the visibility was so poor, the nighttime safaris were unfeasible to continue on a regular basis. I think that they should do a nighttime safari and give everyone night vision goggles. They do. You just have to pay for it. They do? Yeah, there's an experience where you can go at night and they give you night vision goggles, but you have to pay per person. You know you can get the night vision goggles over at the Animal Kingdom Lodge for free. Oh, you can? Yeah, man. You don't know that? No. You can go over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and you, there's like a, you can go out to like the Overlook uh-huh. and they'll give you like night vision goggles. Oh, I know that. Look at, yeah, it's really cool. So, you know, they said it was hard to spot the animals, you know, at nighttime. It's hard enough to spot that cheetah in the daytime. They're always laying down in the back. Yeah, but sometimes I don't see them. There's a couple times I actually saw them, like, moving around. Usually they're just out, like, just laying down. Yeah, they're always laying down. Yeah, I saw them, like, moving around. I I think one time I've seen them walking around. Yeah. Um, Do you know why you can't play cards in the jungle? There's too many cheetahs. (laughs) In 2004, much of the drainage system was replaced. The attraction remained open during the replacement. Tarps covered the construction area to keep the animals away. Do you really think the the tarps kept them away? Yeah, they were blue tarps. Those are frightening. They're actually green. Oh, oops. Maybe the animals are scared of green. Sorry, I'm used to the hurricane tarps. Always blue. (laughs) It's like for five more dollars, you could have gotten the brown one that blended in with your roof. <laughs> really? They have brown ones? Yeah, they do. I probably don't see them. I spent the extra money at Lowe's and got the brown one. In 2007 through 2009, the safari vehicles extended the seating to add an extra row. The safari story significantly changed. There is less of a story about the elephant and more about the animals on the reserve. Guests are on a tour and they need to find a lost elephant. This led to a confused plot where the guests thought they were looking for a lost mother elephant and eventually found her baby, which had already been safe the whole time. Do you, do you like it how it is now where there is not a story, or did you like it when there was a story? I, I feel like still sometimes it's a story. I think it all depends on if, how busy it is or the driver. You know, The driver really makes the experience for me. Sometimes you can have a really good driver, and sometimes you have an all right driver. The really good driver can really just... Mm, Take it to the next level, I right. think. But before, when you ended the safari, there was a animatronic baby elephant. There was tusk laid out on a blanket and uh, AK, you know, 40, there was assault rifles laid mm-hmm. out showing you, you know, they got the poachers. Mm-hmm. So now they took all that away. I kind of like that they had it in there. Yeah, I did too. Because I, I think that we need to be aware of some of the things that are happening because 
I mean, I read somewhere that the next generation elephants could be extinct. Right. Um, they still give the whole concept of, you know, help to preserve, you know, the they wild do. ones. But I think that made a more impactful gesture to mm-hmm. everyone. I kind of like the whole story. I, ra- I wish they, they would have kept the story. The only thing that they keep in there, and it's like every now and then I get it, and sometimes we don't, is the bridge, mm-hmm. the wobbling bridge. Yep. It's like what, what makes the decision on if they're going to use it or not. So um, in order for it to work properly, and everything needs to be aligned in the traction. Um, it needs to be like, so everything needs to be aligned mm-hmm. you know, on the bridge. The vehicle needs to be aligned perfectly on the bridge. Plus, also, if things get backed up, then they kind of take that part out. Okay, so so like, there's like a draft that's like hanging out in the middle of the road. Right. Everything's getting backed up. They'll take that part out. Oh, okay. So it is subjected to how the driver approached the bridge yep. and all that. Okay. Yep. And it's really like the driver, he, it's, um, the driver does not hit the right spot or they need to move fast because trucks are backed up. They will skip it. All right. I kind of like that part. Sometimes they do it. Sometimes they don't do it. Yeah. I just never knew why they chose to do it or not to do. Mm-hmm. That is the question. Yep. In July 2010, it was announced that guests would be able to go on guided treks around areas that were not able to be seen on the safari. This is not included in a mission price. The Wild Africa Trek is an exhilarating safari adventure where guests will be awestruck viewing wild animals in their natural habitats. The trek lasts three hours, and it is a privately priced tour. I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, there's a few of those. There's also the... uh the giant one where you go to see the, the elephants. What are you talking about? For the, the private tours. This is all during the same thing, I think, isn't it? No, there's separate ones. There's separate tours? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought it was just all there's, during one. No, there's one just for the elephants. Is, you sure? Yeah, 100%. Really? Look into it. It's cheaper. Guests walk along a grassland path, cross a rope bridge, and ride in a rugged safari vehicle over an open savanna. Guests get a knowledgeable guide that will share their insight about majestic animals as well as the general operation of Disney Animal Kingdom Park and details about the park's dedication to animal conservation. Guests receive a complimentary souvenir as well. A trained photographer captures all the action and excitement throughout the trek. Guests also get to indulge in authentic African eats. So I can tell you this is, uh, this is something I do want to do. Have you looked, you looked into it? Yeah. I also see them every now and then going, you know, whenever they do the rope bridge, they have to get hooked up on a harness. Yeah. I guess they don't want them falling. Yeah, of course. I see them all the time up there too. And, um, also when you're going, you know, on the safari, you see like a little pavilion out in the, in the somewhere out there. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably where they have the food, I right. guess, where they go to eat. I always, I kind of want to check that out. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I would. The only part uh, that worries me is the African eat section. It's like, I know that's included in your price, and I would be the only one out of the four of us that would probably eat it. At Animal Kingdom Lodge, we ate at Boma, Flavors of Africa. Mm-hmm. And they have some um, African authentic foods there. Yeah, did you try the breads? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did the, you know, since we knew we probably weren't going to be back for a long time, we went ahead and get the... The one that gave you every all the flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's pretty. That's a that's a good restaurant. Have you stayed there before? No, we haven't stayed there. Yeah. Just went there for the dinner, mm-hmm. then go out and look at the animals. At the animals there? Yeah. And you see the night vision goggles? No, because we went in the daytime. 
Oh, okay. They don't bring the night vision goggles out in the middle no, of the day. you'll get blinded. What do you call a drunk white rhino? A, I don't know. A wino albino rhino. <laughs> no. <laughs> On February 10th, 2012, it was announced that the little red portion of the ride would be replaced with a zebra exhibit. It opened in the fall of 2012. Uh, did you ever see the zebras there? No. I do remember seeing them. Um, and once again, this was kind of like the, did I really see the elephant that died? Mm -hmm. So I went back in my photos and I checked and we were 2011 and 2012. I have pictures of us being at Animal Kingdom. And I, you know, like I said, I remember them because I have an irrational fear of horses mm -hmm. and they look like a horse. And I was on the right side of the Jeep and one was getting a little too close for comfort for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then a couple of them kind of did the whole draft thing and just like stood out in front and held us up for a little bit. So I do remember the short time that they were there. Are they, they're there now though, right? Again? I, I I know when you're going through, when like the walk. Yeah, they're the at walk? the walk. Yes, okay. they are. Okay. But they removed them from the safari ride because there was reports that they were fighting with each other, biting at vehicles and each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm sure they didn't want kids to see the animals fighting while they're driving along. And people with irrational fear of, of horses. horses. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen their teeth? they got giant teeth. So do like a bunch of other animals. Yeah, but people go up and pet horses. And have you ever seen someone get kicked by a horse? Yeah, man. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's like it pretty bad. They can move their back legs like real fast. Too, I mean, it's like, boom. I didn't get Red Dead Redemption 2 because of my fear of horses. I'm like, you telling me you I can't serious? drive a car? I got to get on a horse? No, th I got Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, of course you did. We talked <laughs> about it. In 2016, night safaris were reintroduced as part of the expansion of Disney's Animal Kingdom. The nighttime changes included a sunset, animal sounds, and the introductions to hyenas to the reserve. The ride path was shortened for the night safaris in order to avoid areas where no animals would be visible. So sometimes they add the hyenas. I've seen them before. Right, and I've noticed that sometimes the driver will point out to the left and say they're hyenas, and other times that they will say they're wild dogs. Well, because sometimes there's wild dogs there. There's wild dogs. They're different than the hyenas. Right. I know physically they're different. But so are they in the same enclosure and then they just swap them out for different so. times of the days? I think so, yeah. It'd be really, I always, going back to Lion King, you hear the laughing hyenas, you know, mm -hmm. you know when they're walking around Scar. I always wanted to hear them. Never hear them. No. Also, I'm kind of disappointed that they add animal sounds into the park. Yeah, but it's Disney. You know, you walk down Main Street and they you know, put out like cookie smells and stuff like that. Yeah. But they actually have a bakery down there. Don't they? Yeah. They have the ice yeah, cream but shop. They actually have like, um, yeah. Fake smells. Well, yeah. I mean, wasn't it bad enough? They added the fake led sunset. Now you're telling me the animal sound. Where, where's too? the sunset at? Where's it at? Oh, actually I believe it's just past the wild dog slash hyena section. It's, uh, you know, back along the fence. Is like a fake led sunset. Yeah. It's a giant LED screen, and it makes a sunset. I have not seen that. Um, have you been at night or dusk? No. Not I'm going to go at dusk and on July 18th. They have doing like moonlight magic. The safari features custom-built 1990 
2002 GMC Top Kicks and Ford Super Duty trucks riding washed out rutted roads and a bridge that tilts. The roadbed is actually constructed of dark brown colored concrete embedded with permanent tire ruts. The vehicles appear to have mud on them, but the mud is actually spray painted cement. I like how they make the vehicles look rugged, like they're actually going. And I've noticed the tire ruts, the you know, you can tell that they're in the concrete. It just gives the aesthetic of the ride a little bit more. Yeah, I think it's super cool. And that's Disney, in my opinion, is really good with theming. Like, you know, they, ha- they go all in on the theming. And it really makes the uh, experience all-inclusive to me. Like when, I, you know, I feel like when you're, you could be in Africa. Yeah, because even when you're going into the elephant section, they even point out the elephant tusk marks in the yeah. clay, even though they're permanent mm-hmm. tusk marks. But yeah, yeah, it just adds to the ride experience. Yep, it sure does. And I think, I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter if you're riding the safari ride in Animal Kingdom or if you're going to Frozen at Epcot. I mean, you feel like you're in Norway. You feel like you're in Africa. They do a great job with that. It's almost like you're watching a movie. It's so good and precise. And if you were watching a movie, how would a lion stop the video? It presses pause. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) The Flamingo Island is a huge hidden Mickey. And there are some other hidden Mickeys. Also on the right, and we'll go into that now because there's really not too many. Nope, there's not. There's actually only three hidden Mickeys, including the one that is the Flamingo Island. Uh, there is one in the video that you watch while you're waiting to get on the ride. You know, the video that's going on about Harambe National. Well, there's a cheetah in there. I only put this in there because it's a short list. There's a cheetah in there with a spot pattern. That resembles a Mickey, mm-hmm. and it may be just because it's laying down and it's pushing the dots together. Yeah. That's one of the hidden Mickeys, okay. the spot patterns from the cheetah. And the other is not until you get off of the ride, there will be a service cart selling uh, water um, that you look on the service cart and you'll find a hidden Mickey. If it's too tough for you, you just ask the uh, Disney cast member and they'll help you out finding it. Uh, speaking of the Flamingo Island, what is the opposite of a flamingo? Fleming, I don't know. Stop. Fleming, stop. <laughs> you know, it's really cool is that if there's usually a hidden Mickey, cast members usually know where the hidden Mickeys are at and they'll help you find them. Yeah, they will. Um, yeah. There's some that you have to have help with because the guides don't tell you that, hey, if you're not sitting in this direction on the ride, you will never see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened a few times. So your whole fear of dumping into the hippo section? Yes. Have you ever had a fear that the lions would attack you? No. No, oh, why? You because don't I they... feel like, you know, us, me falling into the hippo section on the ride, would, I feel like they took their precautions to go and make sure the lions can't jump out and eat you. Well, they hopefully can't because they have an 18-foot deep and a 20-wide foot moat separating them. Mm-hmm. But it's always, I always like, did they, what if they have an extraordinary lion and it can jump farther than the average lion? Yeah, that's true too. But why would they want to do that? Because did you know that in the rocks where the lions usually hang around, that they have like a installed a AC unit somewhere in there? And so, you know, the lions can go in and get a little break from the sun. It's in a cool little area. If a lion were to happen to see its reflection, what would that be called? 
kitten. Copycat. Hmm. <laughs> there's some of there's some like tricks that the you know that Disney uses to keep the animals close to the guests. You know, so like yeah. the drafts and stuff like that. Not, obviously, not like the lines or anything like an animal that's going to eat you. But what are some of the tips and tricks? You know that they use. I've seen where they place food like closer to. I have seen it um, where they place it closer to the road. I believe. I mean, all the drafts when they're eating, they're always eating near you. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably, you know, they purposely probably put the trees that they eat off of right next to the ride. Mm-hmm. Do you know any other ones? Um, I don't. I do know. What are those? So what do they use to keep the animals from different enclosures? I think we might have talked about this. Yeah, it was in a couple seconds ago. The chains that are on the ground. Mm-hmm. I told you in another podcast, I've seen them sparking before. So mm-hmm. it's probably you know, a small electric shock. just like a fence for a cow. Yeah. Um, and then I, know, I noticed those. So once you go past that, it looks like those sections, like there's doors inside that close up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? Like as you're passing those chains, if you look um, in the pathway that you're going through, it looks like there is a like a sliding door that had been pushed in. No, I haven't seen them. Oh yeah, when you go back through each section, just look and you can see that they had pushed some type of structure, be uh, like into the rocks or whatever is back there. Oh really? Yeah. What do you think the chains are in the trees for? Um, to keep. Uh, animals from climbing up that's the only thing i can think of okay maybe squirrels you know florida squirrels getting over there so they can't climb up the trees hang up hang around there mm-hmm. well that's a good point or if there's animals that like to rub up against the bark mm-hmm. then you know that'll prevent them from you know messing uh, up, the messing up the trees okay. yeah so i see you know um eight white Rhinos have been born at Animal Kingdom. Just recently, they had a baby hippo born there, right? And some gorillas, too. Yeah. You got yeah. to see them. Yeah, I got to see the gorilla. I've seen the baby hippo. I've seen the baby giraffe. Um, I'm trying to think if there was... Oh, I've seen the baby elephant as well. Yeah, I've seen the baby elephant, yeah. which I, we're going to go into when we go into the memory section. I have a pretty cool uh, memory of the baby elephant. But just knowing how... The rhinos are becoming, you know, I'm they're off the endangered list, mm-hmm. I believe. But you know, eight of them at Animal Kingdom alone—that's seems that's like pretty a lot. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I have a mastiff, and it takes the biggest dumps ever. Mm-hmm. So, and she's only 190 pounds. What do you think these elephants are doing? There's got to be a lot. I've never right? seen any like poop hanging around either. Well, the elephants are kind of off in the distance a little bit. Yeah. So, but um, they produce two thousand pounds of manure each day. What do you think they do with that manure? Uh, from what I've researched on, they actually use it as fertilizer across the Disney parks. I believe it. Disney's really good about reusing things. Yeah, even when you're doing the living off the land, you see how they're using the fish poop to, you know, fertilize the plants that are on top, mm. and then the plants are producing, you know, nutrients for the fish as well. They really know how to reutilize waste. Yeah. Well, if you have a big company like that making all that money, I'm sure they're they have the scientists and they have the manpower to go and figure out and you know how to reuse some of this stuff. Do they have that much money? I heard they went over budget on Toy Story Land. I'm telling you they did, man. I promise you. I know they did. 
All right, memory on the elephant. So uh, when I was on the safari ride with my family, there was a baby elephant, and the baby elephant was running and trumpeting. So it was running with his ears like, you know, like it was flapping. Like, flapping. And it was like making like the elephant noise. Uh-huh. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any memories? No, um, not any in particular. I, each time, I mean, it's enjoyable just going on the ride, seeing the different things. Like mm-hmm. I said, one time out of the 50 I've been on there, I saw the lion roar. You know, got to see the baby elephants. Maybe twice have I seen a hippo outside of the water. Mm-hmm. So it is neat just, you know, each time going, seeing the different things. Yep. When they added the baboon, I was like, oh, that's a change. You know, yep. uh, the warthog, that's more of a recent add-on. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for the meerkat. That would have been super awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. And then they could have had, like, not the actual song, but just like a hint of the music, Akuna Matata. <laughs> One time I saw an um, hippopotamus out of the water. It was really cool. Um, what was the other thing you said? Yeah, they usually stay in the water, but um, sometimes they get really hungry. Mm-hmm. Hungry, hungry. Hippos? <laughs> <laughs> so another memory I have. The, the last one I mentioned about the elephant, you know, was, it was a really good memory. This one's not so good. Well, it's not that bad. But So my friend went on the ride, the Animal Kingdom Safari ride. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a picture, and there was a crocodile. It was missing its arm. Oh. It was like just sitting out there, missing its arm. Did it look like it was fresh? Yes. It looked <laughs> gross. I was like, why do they have like a crocodile? Like, what are they going to do about the situation anyway? What do they have to do? Um, remove them? I, I, How do you remove them? Hey, come on, croc. You need to come <laughs> I, in and check last, out your arm. The last time we went on the ride, actually, all the crocodiles were out of the enclosure. Really? Yeah, it was drained. I wonder so. whose job that is to get all the crocs out. That's someone with a really long pole. <laughs> <laughs> that must take a really long time, too. Yeah, because I've seen them try to get those alligators, you know, when they're in the back of someone's yard, and it takes them a long time. Yeah. Have you ever seen how, that, how they do that? Yeah. Did I already talk to you about it? You saw how they did it? Well, I've they... seen them when they get the rope on the end of the pole. Yeah, they get the rope. And then they have to go sit on top of them and put the duct tape around yeah. them. Yeah, but have you seen them, like, trying to, like, there's one in the lake and what they have to do? No, not like, for the We had uh, an alligator in our lake behind our house. And they get like a big boom box. And the guy had this like big like 1980 boom box. Mm-hmm. And it was playing like animal, I guess, sounds. Either a dead animal sound like in distress oh, or something like that. Oh, it to entice it to Yeah, come yeah. Up. So and he puts like a big, like gets a big fishing pole, a big hunk of meat, puts it on the fishing pole and just throws it out there. And he caught like an alligator, like with a fishing pole. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Because it probably swallows the thing whole. And then now you can, <laughs> yeah. you got that whole thing sitting in the stomach and you're pulling on it. Yeah. So that's the his on the Kilimanjaro Safaris at Animal Kingdom. If I made any mistakes or if you want to add any tidbits about the safari ride, please do so on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at DizHis65. Share your memories. Why is the Kilimanjaro Safari special to you? Did we miss some hidden Mickeys? Please let us know. Links to the social media accounts are in the show notes. Please follow us, like us, share us, review us. If you haven't so already, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, check out our sponsors, Ohana Adventure Travels. They do a great job planning Disney trips and their love for Disney shows through how they plan. They are booking a Halloween event over at Fort Wilderness that's a lot of fun. If you like Halloween and cool decorations, please take a look over at Ohana Adventures Travel on Facebook and Instagram. Let them know that Diz His sent you their way. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. I'm Adam. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.
It's Ram season, which means it's time to serve with Ram 1500, Ram 3500, and Ram TRX. Hurry in now for great deals on the trucks that are built to serve. Right now during Ram season, get 10% below MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. Contact dealer for details. Take retail delivery by 531-23.